Hello, this is Lady Sarah, and you are listening to The Basement Lounge. Hey guys, this is Mike Shea, and I want to talk to you about Anchor. Yes, Anchor is the brand new free way for you to get your podcast career off and running without any cost to you. Simply download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast to give you everything you need in one place for free. You can use it right from your phone or your computer. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds play magnifique without having to worry about all the costly setup. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of that. And you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. They set you up with awesome sponsors. All you got to do is record a script, kind of like what I'm doing now, throw it onto your show and start making money. Once again, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get your podcast career off and running right now. Just do it already. Grab a drink, pull up a chair, and settle in, because you're in the Basement Lounge. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Basement Lounge, doing things a little out of the ordinary, current worldwide circumstances being what they are. Uh, This is the place where normally we have people over for a conversation and a drink and then a laugh or two, but today we're doing it all over the phone because hashtag social distancing and we've got one of our favorite people in the world coming on the show it's jody mcdermott how you doing jody hey how are you i'm fine thanks for having me always always good to have you here always good to talk to you (laughs) haven't seen you in fucking forever i know well i've been on health arrest i just have been deciding to stay once in a while you know not much happening yeah well we're (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're 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 practicing our our quarantining and our social distancing and uh, you know stuff like this is is hard for people. We've 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 been talking for ten minutes now before we even started recording. It just it's it's a lot to deal with right now. And when you're someone who who struggles with uh, mental illness and mental health, things like this can be especially hard. You're you know we we tend to be creatures of habit. We tend to be creatures of uh, you know we we like knowing kind of having an idea of what's going to happen day to day and right now that's all been uh thrown for a curveball there's no really telling what's going to happen one day to the next right it's hard and i uh i find myself if you know like like we were talking about i'm you know you and i are both still going to work every day Mm -hmm. and um if i was staying home and working from home i'd it would be it would be really hard to uh, you know just um, be like pajamas and I would I find myself when I come home and I, I just I just want to retreat and I just it's more it's strange that the more that I I'm not able to talk to people I feel like the more I pull into myself and I I uh, become more antisocial. It's weird. I, you know, I usually am not as much of a social butterfly. Um, you know, I like to talk to people, but I, I tend to be a bit more introverted. But it's like I, I knew it's like there's a certain level of social interaction I need just to kind of keep my sanity. And what little I was able that I what little I needed, mm-hmm. I'm now no longer able to get. And it's just that little bit missing from my life is, is driving me a little nuts. 
Oh, it's, I know it's crazy. I, uh, where, well, I work for a financial institution and I work at our corporate office. And so we are, um, normally there's about 30 people that work in the central building that I work and we are shut off from the front of the building and there's about five people in my area and my boss comes in probably, eh, my boss comes in about four, usually four days of the week. And there's one other full-time person that works in my department and she's working from home now. And so when, when my boss comes in, I, uh, just, I jump all over him like a, like a puppy. <laughs> and I'm sure he's like, okay, go in your office and shut your door. But we, you know, it's just, I, uh, I am, I just, I need human interaction. Mm-hmm. I just miss, I miss people. I miss being able to go, just God, go to the library or go, go sit in a coffee shop, go sit in a church pew with five people, go, um, you know, working. I, I'm lucky that I have a lot to do at work. However, they are very long days with, um, with no social interaction. And, um, you know, who, who wants to work for totally eight whole hours of work? I want to have some laughs with my coworkers. Yeah. I've been on task. This is, I've been on, on task and totally working. (laughs) It's, you know, for me, we're working in the, working in the control room at the station. You know, it's, it's just three of us in the room at any given time, but it was close quarters and, you know, we were able to, spread the workload out evenly amongst the three of us and and kind of converse throughout the shift and have laughs and it made the day go by a lot quicker and it just again you had enough to do and enough to say enough to think about that you didn't totally snap now they've got us all uh we've emptied out the control room and they've got us split up in three different empty offices in the building where we're remoting into the control room computers and now we've each got a certain portion of the workload that is only our portion to do because there's not as it's not as easy to communicate. And then I'm just sitting in this tiny little room for eight hours by myself in a office that used to be a broom closet, basically. And once I get yeah. all my stuff done, it only takes me a few hours to get all my work done for the day. Then the rest of my day is just keeping an eye and making sure that the station doesn't go off the air. And then the rest of the time, it's just me sitting there twiddling my thumbs. And that is, uh, that is stressful because a, I'm stressing out. Like, did I forget to do something? It's like, no, I've just done everything now. Cause there's nothing else to do, but do what I have which is less than you know normally is. And then there's nobody to talk to. I know. I know that's, and I love to talk. I love yeah, you to do. talk. I do. So, yeah, I've been having these great conversations with myself, and I find myself, if I, I, the the great thing is, I've been um, doing a lot of task work. The Libby audiobook app has saved my life, Mm -hmm. because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to a lot of books on tape, which is good. Um, I do find myself making a lot of, uh, I talk back a lot now to uh, what I'm listening to in my headphones. Mm-hmm. Or my uh, my earbud, and so um, I'm you know the other four people that are walking around the, around the cubicles. I'm sure they think, "What in the hell is she doing?" And then, <laughs> and then just if there's one sided conversation, 
I wish I was even but, allowed um, to have headphones. I'm not. I'm not even allowed to use headphones. Um, I, have to, I have to listen to make sure that like the audio is good for the TV station. And I get I get in major trouble if I have headphones on. So like if if I just had oh that, God. if I just had that, my life would be so much better. But I don't even have that right now. Uh, if I if I did not have any ear stimulation, any sounds, I would go. I'd be nuts more so than I. <laughs> Right now. I, I have noticed um, I have noticeably become a lot more irritable at work and they're like what's wrong with you it's like I can't no. talk to people I can't be around other people and I can't and, and whenever I'm not around people I like to listen to music and I can't even do that anymore so I have nothing to keep me no comforts right now I have nothing oh, I know it's crazy it is crazy How, so it's you know I, I just one of the things that we, we, you and I have talked about a lot uh, in, in the time we've known each other is um, finding is, is finding the little ways to 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 main to maintain some semblance of mental health when um, when things are just kind of at their worst. And, and this has definitely been like the biggest test of test test of my mental health stones um, where mm-hmm. I have become increasingly aware of you know like i said i just mentioned that i've been getting a lot more irritable with circumstances what they are and i've been having to try to find new outlets things i i hadn't normally considered because what i had been working with just isn't enough anymore have you have you had something similar well (laughs) (laughs) yeah i well normally Normally, I I carry a notebook with me all the time, and I'm I'm usually like all my mind just is working all the time, and I'm either writing jokes or I, you know, think of a little title or something that I want to write or, um, you know, something like that. I haven't taken I have I don't have I, my creativity is just it's it's just not working right now. Um, I did <laughs> one one thing that's kind of funny, and I. I think there's like four people that listen, but on Facebook, <laughs> I've been about once a week. I've been to entertain myself. I've been going live, and I have been uh, having the inappropriate grown-up story time, where I have read. Um, they're they're like um, children's books for grown-ups, and um, like oh, funny g- stories. You um, gave me one for my birthday. Yeah, I gave you one for your birthday. I love well, it. The, the most recent. <laughs> The most recent one I did, there's a, I think the author's name is John Kenny, but he wrote a book called Love Poems for People That Have Children. And and so I read a few poems out of that, but one of them was like, um, to the lady who was behind me at CVS who gave me advice on how I should raise my toddler, no offense, but you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So... Well, I mean, basically, I, I've been trying to, I've been just entertaining myself doing things like that. But um, I just, I, I, I just, I, I just feel overwhelmingly sad right now. Yeah. Um, my son, well, my my oldest child. Uh, I'm now the mother of a man with a mortgage, which is really strange. Um, but he moved out. But he did get a new puppy, so every once in a while, um, he brings the puppy over and we get to play with the puppy. But, um, I just, 
you know, my house is smaller by one person now. We've only got, we still got our census and there's only three of us living in the house anymore. So that's really weird. But it's, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of, I'm listening to a lot of comedy. Um, I'm trying to, um, watch, listen to funny, funny things, watch funny things on TV. Um, I, I just feel sad. Yeah. I, uh, and I, you know, I, like I, I thought, you know, we, I want to use my time. Uh, I want to use my time wisely and use the spare time that I have to try to, to do something creative, but I, it's just not coming. And I interrupted you. No, 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 no. You're fine. <laughs> but you know, what about you? I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, uh, I like you. I keep thinking like, you know, I do somehow uh, seem to have more free time than I normally did. And I say that because this, this hasn't really affected my, uh, my day to day a whole lot. Um, I wasn't going out a whole lot to begin with, which which has been kind of an eye opener for that. But um, it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it's just, it's weird how, yeah, it's like somehow I seem to have more free time now. And I, I, just constantly stressing like am i making the best use of it the answer to which is absolutely fucking not no i'm not and uh i kind of kick myself for it but then when i like when i sit down and try to come up with ways i i just i i can't and then what i what happens is i get so caught up in the fact that i'm not making better use of my time that I kind of just start spiraling. And I mean, I've had entire days like in a row, like two, three days in a row where other than getting up to go to work, um, nobody in my house sees me until I walk up the stairs at, at, you know, quarter three. I'm almost like, Oh, did you just wake Uh, up? And it's like, no, I've been awake all day. I just could not for the life of me find the motivation to get out of bed. To get out of bed. Yeah. All right. You know, I, it's, every day is the same. Get up in the morning, take a shower, get ready for work, go to work, stay to work, go home, and get ready to go to bed, and just wait to go to bed. And because before, I I have gym membership. I was I'd be going to the gym at least four nights a week. Um, other meetings that I had the weekends, I was running around all the time, running errands, maybe meet my friends for dinner, um, do an open mic. Um, and none of that's happening now. And then, so when everything opens up again, it's, I think it's going to be, you know, everybody's going to be so excited to be able to get out of the house again, but it's like, are you, oh my God, (laughs) I think it's going to be, it's going to be culture shock to be able to go out and public again. It's going to be like, uh, um, it's like you know the, the joke about or you know like you watch uh, uh war of the worlds and about how the aliens weren't used to our atmosphere and our and, and the bacteria and it killed them it's like yeah i'm gonna walk outside and suddenly i'm gonna like not be able to stand in our own atmosphere anymore because i'll have forgotten what life on the outside is like and uh it it i really and truly am just kind of in this in this mentality of like how do you like how do you how do you 
move on from something like this? Like what's, what is the next step? Like one day I'm just going to wake up and there's going to be a, a, a news report. Like, Hey, it's cool to go outside. Now it's like, you walk out and you're just like, what do I, it's like somebody, it's like someone who retires after working for 50 years. Like, what do what do I do? And I, I equate it kind of to, um, you know, Shawshank Redemption. Okay. When Brooks gets out of prison yeah. and he's like, oh my God, he's got all this freedom. And then he hangs himself because he can't take it. Yeah. It's easier on the inside. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that, well, I don't know. I, I worry about the people who, who are so, you know, the isolated by themselves. I, I'm surprised that so far we haven't heard of a rash of suicide. Because I do it's hard, too. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really hard when you're, you know, when you're, like it, it's one thing if you go if the doctor says okay you know you you've got a medical condition now you you can't eat whatever but or you're on a diet and you think I just don't want to right so there's a difference between someone telling you you can't or that you don't you know it's your choice not to do it but I you know the people who are usually very socialized um I mean at least there are people that are living in our houses I don't know about the people who you know, the only social interaction you have all day is going to work and then you get laid off. You're in your house all by yourself all day long. I, it's those people that I worry about, you know, under, it's, I, I'm really surprised that we haven't heard of, uh, of a bunch of suicides. I, I, something I've been thinking about is, you know, when this does all end, I wouldn't be surprised to kind of go with the the analogy to um, to Shawshank, like you were talking about. My fear mm-hmm. is that we're going to see it happen after the fact that everyone's going to get that the, pe- the people are going to get so overwhelmed by this sudden urge to return to normalcy that they're going to overdo it. Well, it, it, into a bunch of rash behavior. I mean, people are like, oh my God, I've got, you know, the bucket list in the bad way. I've been cooped up. Oh my God, there's all these things that I want to do. I'm going to, I don't know. And then there will be reckless behavior and um, I don't know. It's going to get worse before it's going to get better, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people keep saying like, oh, this has got to be the peak. This has got to be, I don't think we've seen it yet. I, I, I really don't think we've seen quite just how uh how bad it could possibly get yet and i know that sounds pessimistic and and maybe it's the maybe it's the 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 miswired brain talking i don't know but just somehow it feels like things haven't gotten as bad as they could get yet i think you're a realist i mean you know and and you but but you you work for a tv station you see the news every day Mm mm-hmm you know, you're, you're in the, you know, what's happening, um, and what's going on over the, the media airways, you know, Whether you, I want to or you not. know, yeah, yeah. You, you see that every day. Um, so it's just, I mean, it's, I, uh, 
usually I, I'm about, I'm 95% optimistic and 5% uh, less optimistic. Right now, I just, like I said, I just, I just feel sad. You know, I try to, try to find some humor in something, but it's just, now it's all dark humor, <laughs> more so than normal. Right. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, my sense of humor is worth anyway, but, um, I just, it, it just makes me, I'm, I'm just sad. With the outbreak of COVID-19, many people are being dismissed from their work. Such a group that has affected is independent music artists. They are losing live paying gigs and sales of their music are being disrupted and it's to no fault of their own. Which is why this year's Dayton's Indie Music Madness is now a fundraiser to give back to the music artists who have often came to the aid of other causes in crisis. From right now until the end of May, you can donate to your favorite artists. You can also help them win a championship tournament trophy. To donate, please visit GoFundMe.com, search Dayton's Indie Music Madness, Listen to Ohio is on Fire podcast at anchor.fm slash Ohio is on Fire or any place you get your podcast. What's going on, everybody? Just want to interrupt the show briefly to give a quick shout out to the folks that are supporting this show through Anchor and Patreon. Mike Wells is currently supporting this show through Anchor, and through Patreon, we've got Joey Craig, Jody McDermott, Whitney Upchurch, and my wonderful mother, Melissa Shea, helping support the show. If you want to support the show, you can do so through Anchor, or you can go to patreon.com slash basementloungepod. Join our VIP tier for only $1 a month. Get access to all kinds of cool rewards like stickers, our Discord server, get your name shouted out on the show, and anything else that comes up along the way as well. You even get the show early and commercial for both in video and podcast form. Once again, do it through Anchor or go to patreon.com slash basementloungepod and help support this show. Speaking of the show, let's get right back to it. Um, let's, let's, let's try, let's, let's try and, and pick ourselves back up here. Um, okay. <laughs> I, so I've been putting together a post quarantine bucket list things, okay. things I'm going to do when I can get the hell out of this house. Um, okay. So I've got five items on my list and I want to see, and I want to see what kind of things you have as well. So, okay. First for me, so you tell me yours. okay. First for me is I want to get a new tattoo. Okay. Cause I've been putting it off way too damn long. I have the one on my arm, been dying to get more, been dying to get that one touched up. So I want to get at least one new tattoo and a fairly sizable one too. Not like not a rose on the other, on, on the underside of my foot. Like, you know, something, something, <laughs> something that I would have to, to, to save up for that. If it was a car, I'd have to make payments. Nice. Uh, number two is I want to go camping in at least three different places in Ohio because there's a lot of great places just in the in the Miami Valley area a lot of great places to go mm -hmm. camping and hiking and I want to go camping at least like three three week three different weekends in, in Ohio then I want to nice. I want to take a week and go out to either Los Angeles or Las Vegas because I have friends in both cities and I want to, I've never been to the West coast and I've been saying, oh, I'm going to take, I'm one of these days. I'm going to take a trip out there. I want to take a week and go out West and just 
live it up for a week. Uh, uh, number four is I want to close out a bar in the Oregon district. Like I want to show up at a bar <laughs> and just stay there all night drinking until it closes and I have no choice but to go across the street and knock on my brother's door and beg him to let me sleep on his couch. <laughs> and then number five is move the fuck out of my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> because because that's a, that's a good list. funny story is i was shopping i was looking at apartments before all this shit started and then when it started uh, hit, i was like you know what i'm gonna back off and i'm gonna be honest i'm 100 percent glad i didn't move out before this shit started because one i'd be sitting in a pretty much barren fucking apartment right now because can't get nothing and two i'd be by myself every day yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I would have lost my shit. Uh, but what about yeah. you? What getting the hell out of getting the hell uh, out of the house? What 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 are some things that you are like? Oh my gosh, do? I am gonna get my teeth cleaned. Okay, start small, <laughs> small, small and simple. <laughs> I love to go to the dentist. That is weird. Um, that is bizarre. Get my teeth Oh, uh, so my dad, this is a true story. My dad told me when we were little, only, br- only brush to keep you all teeth. And I want to keep all my teeth. So I always brush mine. Okay, fine. Right. So I can't wait to go back to the dentist. Um, I <laughs> I also want to sit in a bar in public. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I want to get back. I, I want to get back on the stage and get back into comedy because it's just it's just sad to be away from it yeah um let's see that's three um four uh, i'm gonna go on a big long motorcycle ride and go to a restaurant and have some good barbecue somewhere in southern ohio oh i know the perfect place Um, we'll we'll talk in a minute (laughs) Right. Um, and I I would love to go to Chicago for the weekend. Oh culture. I love Chicago. I do too. Oh, I love Chicago so much. Love Chicago. Actually and actually like five and a half. Um, I want to uh no, never mind. I'm okay. No, <laughs> I wasn't no. going to be right. What is it? What? Huh? <laughs> I, I want to spend a day without my husband. I I need to love him from afar. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> that, that's 25. Probably six and a half years, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure he wants to love me from afar too. So that's it's just, that's just honest. That's Sorry. Too funny. <laughs> well, see, I I met you after <laughs> I, the, the the Chicago thing. Um, see, when I met you last year, I had just got I had just been back for maybe a couple of weeks from a big trip to Chicago. So I, I love Chicago. It's such a, you know what my favorite part about Chicago was? Was the fact that there was a different hot dog place on every fucking corner. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just thought, what, when I, uh, year, a long time ago, a friend and I, used to, our husbands would go, um, why, <laughs> I was called it the broke back fishing trip, ah. because they would go to, they would go to Canada fishing for a week. 
<laughs> and um, they never came back with any fish. <laughs> and, you know, the documentary, both back down, the guys went fishing and they never came back with any fish uh, either. So. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, and, uh, so he would go, he would go fishing for a week and then, um, I would go on a long weekend and go to Chicago and go shopping and, um, you know, go out to the bars and piano bars and all that stuff. And, um, last year, God, no, it was, it was two, I think it was two Octobers ago, um, with my three best friends, we went to Chicago for the weekend, we saw Hamilton, and just, it just was so much fun, and, uh, whenever I, in Chicago, you know, the downtown, when you're walking around, the air is kind of smelly, mm-hmm. um, I would say that's the smell of fun. and so <laughs> when I, <laughs> when I smell that smell, I can tell that I'm going to have a great time. Kind of gross, but it's like, oh, the air, the air smells stinky. It's Chicago, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna be a good night. I, I want that kind of see the two. I've been to Chicago twice. The first time, I just went to like the suburbs outside of Chicago to visit a friend for a couple days. Um, The second time I went, which was last year, I went and I went for kind of very specific reasons the first night was to go um see this this podcast i'm a big fan of they were doing a live show so i went to that then the second night was um at the same place this comedian i'm a fan of was taping his first his first comedy special so i went to that and then the last night um there was this big movie trivia show that my friends and i are big fans of they were doing a big live show at the uh the uh, Anthonyum theater, which seats like 1200 people and was completely sold out. So it was like, I went for three really specific reasons, but during the day it was mostly just because unfortunately this trip, when this trip fell, I was kind of broke. I didn't have a whole lot of money to spend. And uh, cause it was also during, it was a star Wars convention in town that week that I wasn't able to go to, but every, all the price of everything was jacked up. So I wound up getting stuck. Staying oh, yeah. at, I was stuck staying at a hostel which was oh wow the worst experience I've ever had staying overnight. Like I've stayed in a lot of shitty hotels, you know, uh, this was the worst like staying experience I've ever had in my life. Like zero out of 10 would recommend never again. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so next time I go, I'd like to go again and like spend like a whole week there and just like do like you're talking about uh-huh. like do the shopping and taking some of the culture like i'd love to go to the beach because the whole time i was there it was cold and rainy i couldn't go to the beach at all um and just really just see chicago for you know for what i've always heard it is because just i will say just from what i've seen i fucking love that city oh my god the museums are the museums are amazing the museums are great and there's little galleries and piano bars and um just the p i love the people watch that's my favorite and navy pier and um just oh my god everything it's i just i just love everything about it if it wasn't so cold i would want to live there (laughs) but i don't like the cold brutal it's like i was there in april yeah it was freezing it's still cold then it's perfect in in June, July. Well, in June, it's still, a little, it's still a little breezy, but July and August, it's perfect. And just, I love piano bars. And there's, there's a really good one called the Redhead on, uh, it's like on Skate Street or something, but mm-hmm. 
it's called the Redhead Piano Bar, and um, it's oh my gosh, it's so much fun. When I was living down south, okay. we briefly had a uh, a dueling piano bar. They had two grand pianos on the stage, and the guys would take turns uh, playing, you know, playing songs, and they would yeah. play games with the crowd. It was it was the best. I will tell you what: you never saw more white people in one place than you did anywhere else in the city than at a dueling <laughs> piano bar. But it was one of the best right. the best times you could spend <laughs> for a couple hours and about a hundred bucks. And I. Haven't been to one since. I wish there was one around here somewhere, but I, I love a good piano bar. I'm surprised Dayton doesn't have one. If they do, I haven't heard about it. And if I haven't heard about it, then shame on Dayton for not telling me about it sooner. Dang. Well, call, call Amy Jane. She needs to That's the, find you, another piano yeah. to duel with. Her her playing, her playing in the rooftop bar is the closest thing to a piano bar we have in Dayton, Ohio. And, uh, you know, that's something else I'd like to do. Cause I've never seen her play at the rooftop bar. The one time I was actually going to get to go is because I had taken my birthday weekend off and I was like, she's playing at the piano at, at the rooftop bar tonight. So, I, and, then she, wasn't and there. then she wasn't there. I was with Don Smith and we were like, let's yeah. go see her. And we get there and she'd already left. And we were like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to teach me how to play the ukulele. <laughs> Right? Yeah. What the hell? That's that, that's something else. It's like I told myself I was gonna pick my bass back up because I haven't played, I haven't touched my bass in years, and I was gonna pick them back up and get back into it. And they're both, they're all three of them are just staring at me, collecting dust. Like, what the hell, man? You said you were gonna. We'll see. You haven't touched us in years, there you Mike. Go. Oh, see, you should touch us in years. <laughs> oh, that's what you need to do. You need to write. You need to write a one man three guitar. Uh, show it's just like the the monologues of a of an untouched face. There we go. <laughs> written written like jilted lovers. Apparently, there a, you go. I'm looking there's on your, I'm looking online right now. There's a there's a place on uh, Vine Street <laughs> called Schwartz's Point Jazz and Acoustic Club. Ooh. Jody, when this is all over, you and me are going to a jazz club here in Dayton. <laughs> all right. I'll be ready to cut my hair like a flapper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll get my piano That would be tie. fun. All right. I like it. That's a good plan. I love it. Um, so before before I let you go here, Jody, before we before we wrap this before we wrap this thing up. Um, I do want to ask, I'm trying to make a point of asking everybody right now, you know, with all the downtime that we have, uh, we're doing a lot of listening to music, a lot of watching TV and movies, a lot of book reading. Uh, what are some things you're watching and reading and listening to right now? Um, well, because I am an over 40 white woman, I listen to a lot of true crime. Uh, <laughs> I like to talk podcast, but the music that really makes me happy. I don't know if you've ever heard of Big Bad Booty Daddy. I have. You ever heard of them? Oh yeah. They I I could probably I I might be a groupie out there because I've seen like ten concerts that they have been all over the place. And uh, the best one was when my best best friend took me on the Napa wine train and we saw them in a vineyard. That's a story for another time that's pretty Ooh. fantastic. Tell you that. Yeah. But I that their music I'm I'm listening to them a lot because their music just really makes me happy. I think if I was born in this era, it would be in the, in the 40s. 
Um, I'm listening to that. Um, I, well, that's, you know, just the, the usual. Oh, my husband um, introduced me to the Netflix show uh, Big Mouth. Yes. Which is hilarious and inappropriate, and it's, it's pretty darn funny. It's it's, and, the, um, it's the raunchiest thing you could ever watch, and it's so but funny. John Mulaney and Nick Cole <laughs> are just—I I love that show. And then my NPR podcast, and of course, the Basement Lounge, and Aww. I like um, Karen Jaffe's podcast. Everybody dies. That's oh, a really good so one good. Too. And um, there's a, you know the pot the the pot. I'm going to call them the pod people. I love my pod people. I've got the. Um, I really like the NPR podcast. I like, wait, wait, don't tell me. And, um, oh, what's the other one? Um, why can't I think of it? I listen to it every week with, um, oh my gosh, wait, wait, don't tell me and ask me another. I love those. Um, you know, I just, I've got one that you turned me on to. Um, what was it called? Um, Oh shoot! You got me onto it, and I can't. I like it is now. the hilarious, the hilarious word of depression. Yes, I like that, that one. one. Yeah, that's the that one. one's a, that one's a really good one. Um, hidden brain. Those two are good. Um, oh, we lost Jody. You there, Jody. You there? We lost you. Did you mute yourself? Jody, no, we were so close. Did you mute yourself, Jody? Oh, no, no, we lost Jody. No, I got to call her back real quick. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that just happened. Uh, I'm going to call her back real quick. This is funny. I'm not editing this out. I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving this in. I don't care. I don't know. What, I don't know what happened, but I'm leaving that in. I'm not editing that out. That's fantastic. <laughs> Did you hang up on me? No, I think I think it. I think the call just dropped. I don't know what happened. My, my, I'm not even holding my phone. The same thing happened. I was talking to my mom the other day, and she's like, "How are you doing?" And I said, "I'm just really sad." And I was having a for me minute, and then the call disconnected. I'm like, "Oh my god, my mom hung up on me!" Oh no. I called her back, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I was I was having a oh sorry me moment, and you hung up on me." She started laughing. I'm like, well, I get, I'm glad it wasn't the suicide hotline I called and I put me on hold. Right. <laughs> so she's like, see, now that's funny. And I'm like, mom, when did you, when did you ever think that suicide jokes were funny? <laughs> it's changing us all. It's changing us all. <laughs> now, now that she's had some time to sit alone and reflect on it, she's like, you know what? Those are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that she's she's like, my doctor springs her light. It's amazing. <laughs> but. Yeah, so you know, I'm just trying to, I, I, you know, you gotta, you, you have to find the brightness, the bright moments where they are. You know, it's just yeah. things are, it's the same Groundhog Day every day, but you know, it's, it's not going to be forever. I hope, and if Anne Frank um, survives for two years uh, in her situation, um, the gluttonous Americans that we are with our sweatpants and our Uber Eats and our Netflix, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine too, Jody. We're going to be just fine. We'll 
we'll come out of this yeah. and and we'll be better for it maybe uh, well, that, well, stay tuned. Dot, dot, dot. Question mark? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but well, so glad, so glad that we were able to. I'm glad we were able to work through this a little bit, though. We were able to to, to vent some stuff and yeah, and just just I, talk I, about. I it. owe you the twenty dollars copay that I would give my therapist <laughs> if I had one. So I'll put that in the mail. Just, just, just save it, and you can you can pick up twenty dollars of the bar tab when we when we close out the jazz bar. And this is all over with. All right, I like it. Me too, Jody. I'm so glad you I called. Like Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's nice to talk to your voice. I I feel like this has to be what Lindsay Lohan felt like. It's <laughs> after us not doing your hair, drinking too much wine it has to be it. <laughs> Pretty soon, Amanda Bynes is going to make all the sense in the world. Like, you know what? I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Well, make sure you guys check out Seriously Jody question mark uh, <laughs> on Facebook. And, and she's on she's on Instagram a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, hang in there, Jody. We're, we're in this together yeah. and, and we'll we'll get out on the other side. Yeah, you too. All right. You pick up that base. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Maybe. Probably not. There you go. Yeah, we'll see. All right. <laughs> Guys, that was Jody. Right. That was Jody McDermott, and that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Basement Lounge. Make sure you guys check us out online, www.basementloungepod.com and all the social media at Basement Lounge Pod. And as always, tune in uh, weekday mornings at eleven AM for our morning show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash basement lounge pod. And until next time, as always. Live well, rock on, take care, and bye-bye.